When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. It's hard to really fully understand the size and scope of a storm when you're living right in the middle of it. The United States is the epicenter of the coronavirus pandemic, and the storm it's brought is exposing just how fraudulent our democracy truly is. For my entire life, the United States has aimed to police and monitor the world. But now that our proverbial ass is showing, it's the United States that really needs some type of international monitoring or intervention. I want to tell you, what really happened in Milwaukee yesterday. We thought this was going to happen, but it's way worse than we expected. Also have a very important update on a juvenile prison, a child prison in Louisiana, where a coronavirus pandemic is starting right there inside of the jail. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The Breakdown. While New York City is no doubt the hardest hit city in the entire world by the coronavirus, Wisconsin is now ground zero for the criminal impact on our democracy. I don't know if you've seen or heard the numbers from yesterday. They just came in. But what happened in Milwaukee, in Wisconsin, should render yesterday's elections there null and void. And even though the final blame no doubt goes to Republicans, so many people failed to stop that election yesterday in Wisconsin. I want to tell you the numbers. They're appalling. Could very well be, I think, the single most blatant case of voter suppression since Jim Crow. Yesterday in Milwaukee, let me explain this to you. 18,803 people voted in person. Now, the city has nearly 600,000 residents. 18,803 people voted. That is less than 3% of the total population. Now, guess how many people voted in person in 2016? 190,000. That's a 90% reduction in the blackest city in the state. Milwaukee normally has... 200 different voting locations. Yesterday, as people waited in line in the hail and rain for up to five hours to vote, Milwaukee, the entire city, had just five voting locations citywide. Madison, Wisconsin, which is half the size of Milwaukee, had 66 voting locations yesterday. But Milwaukee had five and only 18,000 people voted down from 190,000. Now, that wasn't a horrible accident. Mayors and public health officials all over the state called for the election to be rescheduled weeks ago. They called for it to be rescheduled last week. They called for it to be rescheduled all weekend this past weekend. They called for it to be a vote-by-mail-only election. But in the crucial weeks leading up to the election, the governor of Wisconsin, a good man, a Democrat, 
stalled and stuttered, waiting to the very last minute to try to call it off. Joe Biden, who was the leading Democrat in the race, also refused to advocate for it being delayed. In fact, he advocated for it to continue up until the day before the election. Weeks ago, the DNC privately threatened to take delegates away from states if they delayed their elections. Then, when the governor finally decided to issue an emergency order to halt the elections, his Republican state legislature at the very last minute overturned him. The conservative Wisconsin Supreme Court and the conservative United States Supreme Court write down party lines, then agreed with the conservative state legislature there in Wisconsin and said that the elections yesterday there had to continue. And they did. And keeping the election the way they did had the exact impact conservatives hoped it would have. Voting in Milwaukee was basically suppressed so badly that it functioned only like a small town yesterday. More people in my neighborhood in Brooklyn vote in elections than voted yesterday in all of Milwaukee. I mean that literally. And it wasn't just the presidential primary that's going to suffer. Conservatives in the state hardly care about the presidential primaries. Wisconsin yesterday had essential statewide elections, including Supreme Court seats on the ballot. And with what happened yesterday in Milwaukee, conservatives no doubt got exactly what they wanted. And at this point, we have to ask ourselves a tough question. Are these elections even legitimate? What happened in Milwaukee damn sure wasn't legitimate. No single sincere person could think so. And yet, the United States and Bolivia and elsewhere have routinely called the elections in other countries invalid for way, way less. I'll never get over the fact that yesterday, only 3% of people in Milwaukee voted. 3%. Every Wednesday on The Breakdown and for the North Star, we have a Woman Crush Wednesday segment. And if you follow the North Star right now on Instagram, at the North Star Media, you'll see a brilliant Woman Crush Wednesday post we have today. But right now, Ray will tell you all about it. During this week's Woman Crush Wednesday series, the North Star is proud to highlight nonprofit founder Shirley Raines. Shirley launched the nonprofit organization Beauty to the Streets three years ago after she spent time volunteering on Skid Row, giving food to people who are homeless. While she was volunteering, she received a lot of compliments about her hair and makeup. Shirley realized that homeless people should have more than just the basic necessities. They should be able to get their hair washed and cut too. Shirley's nonprofit organization continues to feed the homeless and offers showers, hair coloring, and makeup services. When the coronavirus pandemic hit the U.S., Shirley and her team made the decision to continue to help the homeless living on Los Angeles' Skid Row by providing them with food, hand sanitizer, and vitamin C packets. To learn more about Shirley and why we're crushing on her and her nonprofit, Beauty to the Streets, head on over to at the North Star Media on Instagram to read more about her. Before we go today, I have a really 
disturbing update on a story that we started yesterday. Yesterday on the last half of the breakdown, I talked about what I think is a a, a moment that's going to boil over and blow up in America's child jails and child prisons. I know it sounds awful to even hear those words, but children and teenagers all over this country, tens of thousands of them, are currently at this moment in the middle of the pandemic incarcerated children right now. And we were speaking yesterday in some ways, theoretically, about an outbreak that we knew was going to happen. It turns out it's already happening right now in Louisiana. The Office of Juvenile Justice confirmed that 15 kids in their custody have already tested positive for the coronavirus, and 10 of the kids are being held at one single facility. It's the Bridge City Center for Youth in Jefferson Parish. And this is an outbreak in the making. And if we don't act to protect our kids in New Orleans and around the country, it's almost certain that we're going to see similar stories emerging in the coming weeks. And there have already been numerous instances of children and staffers in juvenile detention facilities testing positive. And given the lack of access to testing, we know that these numbers are probably deeply underreported. If in Louisiana, 15 kids have already tested positive, it could be 30, 50, 100. We could have thousands of kids all over the country in juvenile detention facilities who have the coronavirus. And what we know, again, that they are at high risk because of the poor medical care they often receive in these facilities. Listen, we broke down so many of the policies and things that can happen, but I need you on your own time and your own way to begin advocating that children and teenagers in America's jails and prisons be released. What's happening in all of these jails and prisons is outrageous and painful. I've said it before. I'll say it again to me. It's a form of genocide that we are keeping people in these jails and prisons where they can't practice social distancing, where they don't have access to the proper ways to stay clean and stay safe and stay at a distance. And here's and here's the truth. It's staff in these jails and prisons that are spreading it, not only to the children, but among themselves. We're seeing it at Rikers right now. And I need you. I know you already have so much on your heart and so much on your mind, but I need you to care about what's happening to children in our jails and prisons all over the country. I've got to run. It's hard to manage each and every day uh, of our staff, of our families. I just want to send each and every one of you some extra love. Hang in there. I love you. I believe in you. I believe in us. Take care, everybody. Break it down. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. 
Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.